Ready? I'm ready if you're ready. One, two, three. <coughs> Coughing instantly. Hey. <laughs> Welcome Hello. to the show. Hello. Hey, guys. Uh, my name is Kyle Kesey, the man uh, that does things like podcasts, Blackburn. And uh, my name is Harold Kumar Hansen. <laughs> okay. That one. wasn't even a creative name. That was just a made up dumb fucking name. That was. I'm right. Sin's baby. I'm a rapper. He's a holla, rapper. Holla. Talk. I got bars. Yep. Rap. Don't don't let him fool you. Hey, what was that? I seen you post on Instagram the other day uh, that uh, beat. That, was that a beat you made? What, what was it? You posted some. Uh, was a bunch of shit. You posted one with a f- sample. I can't. I'm, Ed Sheeran. Yeah, girl, you Did know you make that? I want your love. Your love that made was yeah, that was cool. Me. Uh, that was that was a beat that I own, but I didn't make. Oh, cool. And then I sampled Ed Sheeran onto it. Ah, and I actually finished the song. Oh, really? Sweet. Yeah. I like it. I mean, I like. The, I should have let you pull it off my phone. We could have played it. Yeah, it's all right. Um, if you want to catch us on Instagram, uh, Twitter, whatever, uh, there's our info. I'm special at special Keezy. And I'm at it sends and call us seven eight one six 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 icon. It's it's ends is what it is. But I get catalogs in the mail from like shipping companies trying to sell me bubble wrap in like industrial quantities. It sends. That's a real thing. That really does happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like that's funny. Packing equipment, like like, and it's industrial. It's always like phone book size. Cool. And you go through, and it's like high power machinery and industrials. Yeah, it sends. They think I'm sending stuff. Sends. Yeah. That's why you're, oh, how you like my um new mug? It says you're fired. <laughs> there you go. It's from you, the apprentice. You know Where did you get that? I actually got it at the thrift store. <laughs> okay, that's fair. I was going to say, because the worst part about that is that Donald Trump made some money off of you. Mm. But if you got it at the thrift store, he didn't make any money off of you, so that's cool. Best part is it's stamped on the bottom, Thailand. <laughs> <laughs> You've seen the inside of the Make America Great Again hats, and they're all from Made in China, right? Yeah, yeah. I heard that. Yeah, go fucking figure. Yeah, but uh, before we get into anything else, let's right. just detail to our audience that um, we are normally on Mondays, but today we're on a Wednesday because we had some scheduling conflicts, and then next week we're again going to be on a Monday because my schedule is. You mean on a Wednesday? Sorry, yeah, again on a Wednesday. I'm sorry. Next week we're again on a Wednesday. Then it's going to be Wednesday the 31st. Then we're going to be off for a week because I'm going to be out on tour. I'm going on tour in Arizona for my music. And then we will be back again, hopefully Wednesday, the 14th of February. When that's Valentine's Day. Is that going to yeah. be a problem for you? Um, No, I mean, me, me, I've, I, me and Tara have been together. I'm single as fuck. <laughs> me and Tara have been together long enough where we don't really like celebrate it like that. But I mean, she's been known to get kind of weird sometimes about certain shit. So we we'll should see. be the 14th. We'll, we'll feel it see. out. We'll feel if it it's out. not, we'll take that week off and we'll be back the next Monday. Yes. Absolutely. Worst case. Yeah. Well, we'll full, we'll uh, eventually uh, we'll we'll get some in the bank and we'll avoid these snafus, you know. Um, yeah. So this week was a complete fluke. I had a really stupid situation with my schedule at work. I could go. I could literally talk about that f- my work for hours, but we'll, let's uh, not nip that in the bud right now. <laughs> yeah. Um. But uh. But yeah, you know, shit happens. You know, whatever. This ain't. We. we what do you want? Huh? Well, I mean, next huh? week I, it's my fault. So we're even immediately. Right. Like. We're not even finished with your mistake, and we're already preparing for mine. But oh, mine well. is because of preparation for tour. I have to, I have to work a shift on Monday because I'm taking off some shifts for tour. Hey, we left the last episode. You were mentioning that you were gonna um, cause a viral scene in um, TJ's. Did anything come of that? 
Yet that same night, TJ's called him back. Oh. But it took them a long time. Like well, they got maybe they got desperate. I don't know. Like maybe they heard the podcast. I was <laughs> I was gonna do that too. It was the same day that we had the podcast. Uh, it's possible they watched and you know, found out what was happening. They're oh shit, they're talking about us. You better call, find this motherfucker and call him back. <laughs> I don't think it's really that that possible. But who we got in here? We got Brent Ward and Holly Cyrus. That's my sister. What's up, Holly? Oh, uh, you got a sister? What's up, girl? Yeah, she lives in Texas. Not for long. She's moving to Ohio with me. <laughs> She's married, bro. I'm stealing her. Watch the fuck it's out. My wife now. She got an Air Force husband. Oh, I don't want that. Yeah, I don't want none of that. He'll fuck you up. I don't want none of that. <laughs> um. So Brant is another friend. Welcome, Brant. Oh, I thought I said Brant. My bad. Um. So what's been Brandt. going? What's been going on, man? What's popping? What's happening? Do you want to talk about what's going on in your life at all? What you want to fill me in? We we literally he came over and I was like. Bro, here's your coffee. Let's go podcast. And yeah, all right. So, so we, uh, we're catching up here. My life sucks. Ah, oh, come on. It's that like the breakup stuff. It sucks, mm. bro. Like it's my baby's mom and stuff. It's just terrible. Yeah. And we live together still. So still got to see her all the time. She's all super nice to me. But like, I just want to fucking punch her every time I see her. I fucking hate that shit. <laughs> and then uh, like yesterday, like I'm, I'm on all the little dating apps, right? Yeah. Yesterday, I'm like scrolling through and then boom, there she is on a dating app. That shit hurt. Ooh. That's painful. Yeah, man. I mean, last week you're kind of still on some. Yeah, man. Everything's fucking great. I'm I'm gonna be a single guy. Here goes. No, 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 no. no. Wait, 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 like, wait, 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 wait. It's wait, weighing wait. on you. Reel that in because I was never trying to say everything was great. I've never tried to make any like mistake about this. I'm not happy about it. Yeah. I don't like it. This is not my choice or what I want. But it is what it is. So I'm trying to be positive about it. You're going through the stages of grief. Is all I'm saying. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I get maybe, you know what I'm saying? Like, right, it so sucks. So, like, don't make any mistake about it. I'm not trying to act like it's fun for me. It's not fun for me. I fucking no, hate it. I didn't mean, I didn't mean yeah. to make it seem like that. Not fun. But last week you were way, let's just say you were more nonchalant about it. But, you know, it's probably, you know, as the week has gone on, I'm sure it's, it, you've thought about a lot of shit and, you know, I can only imagine, man. I can't. Uh, if me and Tara broke up, like I, I or got divorced, I guess I literally don't know what the fuck I do with. Bro, myself, I was fucked so. up. Like I was like looking at like like engagement rings, like yeah. in like November. Man, that's tough. Yeah, that's tough, man. Well, I mean, what 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 do you think you're gonna do? What, is there any chance of redemption? There is. The problem is, like, I'm I am open to reconciliation. Okay, but. Right now, that's not where she's at. And I definitely think, like, I know her well. I know her personality well. In, like, a month, she's going to really regret this. Okay. But the problem is, she she has some major problems that I asked her to fix. And ultimately, we ended up breaking up right after I asked her to fix those things. Okay. And if she can't fix those things, I can't make it a habit. Like, this is, like, the third or fourth time she's done this. Really? Yeah. And I can't make it a habit to keep taking her back without fixing the problems. So in that month or whatever, when she decides she wants to like fix things, there's going to be things she has to fix or I'm not going to be receptive to it. Yeah. I hear that. I mean, it's not because I don't want it to be. Yeah. And you know, uh, I want to make it work with her, but but she can't fix those things. She can't fix those things. So it is what it is. I mean, people change and grow. I mean, I'm not a different person. I'm a different person this year than I was last, you know? So who's, who's to say what the future holds as far as, you know, you guys could both radically, change life direction within the next year who knows but um uh, i guess for now it's just not right now we're, we're radically changing fast <laughs> we're doing it at high speeds yeah it's just not for right now it's not it sounds like it's not meant to be i guess i don't know that's, yeah, that's I don't sucky know. i don't really believe in meant to be's but that's a whole nother discussion well i don't i don't either i'm not a fate kind of guy but 
right now, you know, like I said, as the, the things the way, way they are, you just got to do what you're doing, I guess, which is accepting it and trying to move on and dealing with the, the feelings as they come. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we, yeah. Can, we can get deep here on Iconoclash, man. It's okay. No, I'm not tripping about that. Okay. But besides that, um, so that sucks, obviously. Yeah. I feel for you. Um, how's, I got uh, this cool podcast going on in my life, though. That's cool. <laughs> That's pretty sweet. Yeah. We've, uh, I, I, I posted a link on Reddit. So if you're listening from Reddit, welcome. Um, hey. I posted, we since we, I, I started the Instagram and Twitter. I think we talked about that last week, but there's only one post so far. Maybe we'll post some behind the scenes. I don't know what that means, but <laughs> this it means we're going to start taking selfies while we're <laughs> yeah. We take Instagram, selfies during Instagram. the show. Like, yeah, this was during the show. Well, we don't do it for the pod crash. We do it for the gram. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we're trying is the point. Yeah, we're, fuck it. We're getting there. But I'm going on tour. That's going to be awesome. You're going on tour. Uh, yeah. What kind of uh, do you, what do you do to prepare for that? Do you get like a set list all ready to roll? We're going to have to do that. Yeah. Uh, what are you pulling your catalog from? Like your songs you're doing. I know you have the beautiful They're album. They're probably going to be from the beautiful album. I have a bunch of new stuff, but I don't, I don't think I'm going to do any of that yet. Okay. Nobody knows any of them. I haven't like released any of them. Like I'm working on a whole new album, but like it's just not time for that yet. How how long is your set? Uh, We're headlining, so it's going to be probably like 25 minutes. What do you mean we're? Uh, it's my group, the Mafiotic Misfits. Okay. How many people so, are in that group? There's a bunch of us, but on this tour, it's going to be me, Monks, uh, Unique Entity, Bobby Cray and our DJ Keith Masato. Okay, so and that's we're going to be the only Misfits on tour this year. So explain so. to me how it works. Oh, look, are you guys opening up for another band? Or are you, no, we're headlining. You're headlining, but are you each going to do individual sets? Or no. how? Okay. No, we're, like we're we're a group kind of like Broken Four was. So okay. like okay, like not everybody's on every song and stuff. It's kind of like compilation. We're a group like that. I got you. Um, we're all like individual artists too, but um, okay. When we go do this, like we, we just put out an album in August. So we're probably going to have to perform some songs from that album. Where can I get that album? Everywhere. Okay. Spotify, I- iTunes, Apple Music, can you hook Google a br- Play. Can you hook a brother up? Yeah, I got you. <laughs> I bought Beautiful for what it's worth. Oh, but you don't want to buy the Misfits album. I see how it is. I don't. I want to try before I buy. This guy's bootlegging everything. <laughs> bootlegging everything. Now now he's bootlegging me. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Well, hey, you know, yeah, we're going we're going on we're going on tour. We're um we're doing Scottsdale, Arizona, Flagstaff, Arizona, Prescott, Arizona, and Tucson, Arizona. What's, what's the likelihood of anybody who's going to those shows listening to this? Not likely, but I mean well, I mean, I guess there's definitely the chance that a lot of people from like my Facebook and all that will be at those shows. How do we get the, listening? I right was going to say, how do they, how do we get those motherfuckers to listen to this? <laughs> I mean, I want to steal your fans is what I'm no, saying. I got you. Yeah. I like if I just keep sharing this on Facebook and we stay consistent with it, they'll start tuning in. Okay, cool. I mean, we've already seen a little bit of that already. Yeah, that's true. So, did you go? <laughs> we're literally just like shooting the shit out. Yeah, fuck, <laughs> fuck it. You know what I'm saying? Um, did you, did you already share all that shit with all your friends on Facebook? Uh, yeah, I like actually, it. every time I go to work now, like everybody I work with is talking about the show. Oh, cool. Yeah. Well, like, what's up? Like, we actually have like a good little conversation going with a lot of people at work I and people it. are tuning in. One of my friends said she watched it beginning to end. I dig it. Fuck yeah. Like, like she was like, yeah, we were talking about the religion and all that stuff. She was like, I watched it from beginning to finish. I well, watched the whole you. two hours or whatever. If you watch this show or listen to it, sincerely, thank you. Yeah, I don't know what else we're to say. We're still in our infancy. Yeah. This is only episode five. Minute to five, bro. Yep. Episode five. Season one, episode five. Um, I don't know what's going to happen at the end of the season, when that will happen, or what's going to go on with season two. 
Season two might be two completely different guys. <laughs> For all I know. <laughs> You're stupid. Well, I don't even know what'll happen. Uh, we'll see. We should wear fake mustaches and pretend we're different. You already have a real mustache. You can't wear a fake mustache. <laughs> hey, I could just superimpose like a face over mine. I did that on the Keezy show before. I had it you like I, an Instagram filter where it makes you look like a baby. And just like, yeah, I did a fun game where I had I could only see the what was on the video and I put like a character over ev- everyone and they didn't know who they were, but I kept talking to them as if they were that character. Eric was Trump. Can we do that on the hearing? Yeah, that absolutely. would be fun. Like, yeah, that'd be a fun game. That would be play. fun. Like, I, maybe we could do that like weekly. Like, you give me a different character, and I have to guess who my character is. All right, we'll try that. That would be tight. I would like that a lot. That would be fun. <laughs> Definitely. See, well, this is the kind of stuff you can expect in season two. That's badass. I like that idea a lot. Yeah, I'm gonna do all kinds of cool stuff, man. I, I, I got ideas. Ideas. Um. Yeah. So, other than that, I guess. Um, What's happening in the news, man? Anything important? Um, I do know there was, I heard, I literally didn't read any article. There's a, a school shooting yesterday. Do you know anything about yeah, that? Yeah, I saw that there was a school shooting. I think only one person died. Maybe two people died. Was and it? it was like 17 injured. What was the story? Crazy they, kid? I don't know. They said it was like some 15 year old kid, but they they didn't like say who it was. So you didn't, mm. I don't know if he's like typical crazy. I mean, he is typical crazy white guy. I don't need to be told that, but he definitely is. <laughs> They always are. Every time. It's a fucking, <laughs> yeah. like it's the same okay. fucking thing every time. Say no more. Um, besides that, Trump's still trumping it up. What? Well, I saw some good little clips of him saying some crazy shit. I saw one where he was saying something about, I don't know how old these are. I could be like late to the party. But uh, one of them, he said something about how we need to fix the libel laws because it's not okay for people to be telling uh, things that are false and then just pocketing money. And I was like, this is Trump's life story. And he's yeah, talking about no it like shit. it's a bad thing. I thought that was pretty comedy. There's another one too. <laughs> what was the other one? Fuck. Uh, there's always there's always some kind of Trumpism happening in the meme world. But he's I'm, I, I try, I, in all honesty, I try not to keep up. I, I just I know, you know, he's know. so consistent with like the ridiculous stuff that it's hard to even keep up with it. Yeah. What's funny was when I bought this mug, Tara was like, I wish somebody would hand that mug to Donald Trump. <laughs> you fired. <laughs> a good Fuck one. that guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I did want to talk about, um, did, do you know anything about or do you follow the Oscar nominations or anything like that? Nope. Do you care about that? Enlighten me. All right. Well, I haven't seen very many of the movies. I pulled it up here. Um, I've seen a couple of them. I will t- I'll talk about the ones I have seen. Um, let's see. Best picture. Nominations are The Shape of Water, The Darkest Hour, Dunkirk, Phantom Thread, Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri, Get Out, which I was shocked at, The Post, Call Me By Your Name, and Lady Bird. Well, all I know about any of these is, first of all, I really loved Get Out. Yeah, that one was good. I haven't seen anything else on this list, but my father, who is, he... Uh, wrote for the newspaper for years and years and years. That was his job. Mm. He just went and saw the post yesterday. Yeah, he liked it. He loved it. Really? He loved it. I never even heard of it. It's a Steven Spielberg movie. It's uh, got Tom Hanks. Does it? Yeah. I'm sure it's sweet then. But my dad said it was phenomenal. I did see The Shape of Water, which has gotten nominated for quite a few things, and I'm honestly shocked. I saw that. I went and saw that by myself on a whim, like in the middle <sighs> of the day, like uh, in the middle of my work day a couple weeks ago. And, um, I didn't know what to expect. I literally knew nothing about it except that it was a Guillermo del Toro movie. And he did like Pan's Labyrinth. Um, I think he did Pacific Rim. 
I didn't think that was as good as Hellboy. I loved Pacific Rim. I thought Hellboy was terrible. Really? Yeah, I thought that was a piece of fucking trash. Have you seen Pan's Labyrinth? No. You would like it, honestly. It's like a cool... It's almost like a... way creepier Alice in Wonderland, but it's all four and it's in Spanish. Well, like if we reel it back to like Hellboy, just keep in mind, like, you know how I feel about like most superhero movies and stuff. Hellboy is the same like kind of thing, like things like that bug the fuck out of me. What? Like fictional fictional characters? No, 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 no. Like just all the like Hollywood, big budget, shitty acting it's fucking bad, bro. I, I haven't seen Hellboy, Hellboy in a long ass time. I haven't either, but I remember it was fucking terrible. I liked it. Whatever. <laughs> it was bad. But I mean, Ron you liked Perlman. the Resident Evil movies, didn't you? Yeah. I, oh, Jesus I just, fucking Christ, bro. I just watched, There's not a single one that is good. I just watched the last one like two weeks ago. I haven't seen the last one. I've seen the rest of them. The one that I like most was not one that was popular. It was the one where she goes into like the simulation and she's going from like one simulation thing to the next. Mm. I think there's uh, one or two that I actually skipped. Isn't there like seven or eight of them now? Yeah, there's a whole bunch of them. God, I own man. all of them except for like the newest one, but yeah. like I fucking hate them all. So I'm just I'm a super Resident Evil fan. But there is uh there's one where she's like in like a dome or something with these different like rooms and she hmm. goes from one to the next and they're like challenges where she has to like fight all these enemies and stuff. Yeah, that sounds sweet. I don't think I've seen it. It was it was bad, but it was better than the rest of them. Okay, that was of all of them. I thought that was the best, and it was also not one of the most Resident Evil like. Not to say that any of them really are, but the first one follows the story of Resident Evil pretty no, closely, doesn't no, it? No, no, no. Uh, well, uh-uh. you, I nope. mean, I can see you hating them because you're such a huge fan. But me personally, I don't have any tie to the game whatsoever. You understand that? So even, I, like, even if you take the fandom out, like they're just bad movies, well, bro. I watch them as just fucking goofy, like. It's just, it's just, I, I get it's, that it's, on it's some level. Sl- it's to, what slapstick is to comedy. Resident Evil is to action. Just like crank, you know, it's but the same I, I, like shit. I get guilty pleasure. Crank, shit. crank was fucking fire though, bro. Like, it, crank, crank was awesome. Crank was tight. Both of them. But I never saw crank too, it's but sweet. Um, I love Jason Statham, but that's a whole different thing. But I can understand you have certain types of movies that you can just appreciate for what they are. Yeah. Like for example, uh, saw. Yeah. Exactly. Those movies are such a fucking mess at this point. Yeah. But I can just turn on a Saw movie and just watch them. Those like, are slapstick. Watch of people just get fucked up and just shit. Like, hostile. And like, like it doesn't really matter how good right. the movie is. I get that. The story doesn't. So even in that matter. sense, I can understand how you could like Resident Evil. But those are bad fucking movies, dude. In the last one, they bring back the like laser grid. That like yeah, I saw hallway. that. I they saw bring that. that shit back. Like again, didn't yeah. they already do that in yeah. one of the other ones? They they, like, they, in, they, no, they did it in one of the first like two. They did it in number they, one. And then they brought it back like halfway through. Did they? <laughs> so now yeah, they've they done did. it like three films. <laughs> they're just like clinging to that one trope. Yeah, I like it though. You know exactly what I'm talking about. That was a sweet scene. Yeah. But it, it is what it is. Those movies, I, I honestly, the, you could literally watch any of those movies in any order and it wouldn't fucking matter. It's just random like. There's barely zombies in it at this point, but it's just Mila Jovovich running around shooting fucking shit. shit yeah, and, fucking shit up. And if you like, if if that sounds cool to you, you'd probably like the Resident Evil movies. But do not expect much substance. Don't. I mean, <laughs> there's I thought, a lot of bad stuff wrong with like the acting's bad. There's a whole bunch of fucking problems with those. Do you, movies, do you have a problem with Mila Jovovich? No, I like Mila Jovovich, and I think she does a fine job in that movie. I don't think she, she has anything to do with why that movie's bad. I don't like her character in that movie. Okay, I think her character's got all kinds of fucked up problems that don't belong in Resident Evil or things like that. Not every but time. I will say that I think none of that's her fault. It's like writing fault. Yeah, and, you know the writer's fault or whatever. But like 
she does a fine job. I have, she has nothing to do with why I don't like those movies. Hmm. Have you, have you seen, um, ultraviolet? I have not. She's in that too. She's plays like a superhero, like action girl too, but you'd probably hate it if you hated resident evil. It's more of that same bullshit, just in a different setting. It's sci-fi version of resident evil. <laughs> yeah. Uh, more uh, sci-fi version. Well, whatever. I can like stuff like that, but resident evil ones don't do it for me. You watch anything else recently? Anything else on uh, Netflix? Uh, you Netflix and what you've been doing in your downtime? Rapping, crying, crying too. I'm just crying myself asleep. Yikes! <laughs> masturbating ferociously and no. Um, I had had a lot of downtime and I spent almost all of my downtime making music. Yeah, or at the bar drinking myself because I'm sad. Yeah. Well, go, at least the music's therapeutic. I'm sure. Music helps. Did you release a song regarding your relationship? I did. I saw you posted about it, but I'll be honest, I haven't listened to it yet. Yeah, I actually went to go website. look. I went to go look for it the other day on your Instagram, and I couldn't find it. Yeah, I just wrote my feelings about the breakup. That's what's up, man. I we had I've actually broken there, up once that. before, and I wrote a song called Tina. Mm. Um, and so this one was Tina Part Two. Mm. I'll have to go check those out. Are both of them on your site? It's ends Yes, they are. I mean, obviously Tina part two is like the first one on there. So, okay. I did that one. I did that kind of song twice. I uh, also use samples from, uh, you know who Daystorm is? Mm, He's a famous nope. YouTuber. No, nope. um, but I like a lot of his videos. I follow him pretty for a long time now. I don't really follow any other YouTubers, but I've always followed Daystorm. Um, he has like a lot of inspirational stuff and like funny stuff. But he had one like when I was I was trying to find a way to like bridge the hook because I didn't really have a hook that like made sense for the song. So I just went on a Daystorm's thing and found something about a breakup and listened to it and kind of chop pieces in. Boom. Cool. Yeah. So I got Daystorm on there. That sounds sweet. Yeah. I'll definitely peep that. Do you ha, ha, um, have you got any feedback from her? Fuck no. She ain't listening to that shit. Really? Fuck no. I mean, I blocked her on a lot of my social network sites. <laughs> oh, Not out of like... No, anything it. other than I just don't want to see you. Like, yeah. Not because I dislike her or anything, but I feel you. I removed her from a lot of that shit. You need to kick her out, bro. Is it your house or hers? Uh, it's our house. Um, oh, shit. We've discussed one of us moving out. Uh, the issue therein lies that neither one of us can afford it on our own. Yeah. So you're just going to keep rooming it up for now. Co-parent. At least at the very least, you guys can still co-parent from the same house. That's yep. one benefit. Just be like, uh, <laughs> send. <laughs> you just send her from one room to the next. Go see daddy. Go see mommy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Do you guys hang out in the same room? Sorry. This is just a very interesting no, like, scenario um, to me. Like she'll come home from work and shit and she'll like she'll try to have regular conversations with me. Mm, she's like trying friends. to be, she's trying to be cool. Like, yeah. like, and she, she knows my, like my relationship with my first baby's mom. Like we're friends now. Yeah. And so she's trying to make it easy to transition into that. And she means well. Mm. So like, I ain't mad at her for it, but like, it's, just, it's, it's so fresh, it's so yeah. fresh and new. Like, just leave me the fuck alone. I feel that. Like, just please leave this room. Like yeah. every time she talks to me, I don't even want to fucking look at her face. You need your time. And I always have to be like real short with her just to get her to go away. And it has nothing to do with me not liking her. Hmm. You need it's to f- just, you need to get you that B-dubs job sooner than later. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's a genius idea. Though. I like it. I like it. It's a good idea. I'm going to fuck with that. <laughs> Yeah, tune in to last episode to understand what I'm even referencing there. Yeah. Same with the TJs. Unless you work at uh, B-dubs, then do not tune into the last episode. <laughs> you don't need to know my plotting and scheming. That's true. Oh, I'll tell you one thing I've done in the past week. Nobody cares. I've beat, I've played and beat Super Mario Odyssey. 
Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. What did you think? I like it a lot. It's fire, it awesome. bro. I love it. It was like challenging enough to be like, I didn't feel like I was like a baby when I beat it, but it was easy enough where it, Bowser took me like four, you know, four times. To yeah, you're trash. Him. Yeah. What, no, that game's fucking is. great. The game's fucking <laughs> phenomenal. Yeah, it's awesome. But um, um, I'm ha- now I'm just going around fucking fi- trying to find some more yeah. moons. I did. I did just unlock the dark side of the moon. And uh, spoilers, I guess. Well, you know when I beat it, I didn't feel the need to go do all the extra stuff. Really? Yeah. Like I know there's lots of stuff. Like I'll I'll did get you, back to it at some point. Did you like, fuck around in the Mushroom Kingdom at all? A little bit. I when I was in the Mushroom Kingdom. Like, that's, like, where my interest tailed off. I was like, I beat this. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know there's a few more worlds that I can run through, but, like, I'll just save that for you another can, time. You can be Yoshi. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, that's cool. He's on top of the castle. You see the DLC they're coming out with for it? Mm, you may have talked the about The Luigi's what? balloon thing. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. You talked about it that. It does not look good. It doesn't. No. I haven't looked into it at all. I did look into the... Um, you take your Mario and you take a balloon and you have to go hide it in like 30 seconds in a level and then the other person has to go find it. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, except for I don't want to play Mario. Like, like I'm not trying to turn on Mario Odyssey to play with keys. Well, the, my buddy. Like, no, yeah. it's just like something I just want to sit down and play. I under, I can completely relate. Um, that, That'll be some fun. I'll definitely do that with the kids, you know. Um. There's been some development on uh, switch modification. In okay, the past so what? Week. In, like, enlighten me. There, uh, I'm going to butcher this for anyone. If anyone is listening, that's technical on this. But the thing I read, I glossed over because there's so many technical words and like. But this dude pretty much broke down all the security checks and bootloaders and yada yada image yada yada. The point, the point that I gathered from it is that it's on the verge of being able to, to run um, modified firmware, which means you can modify the system and put homebrew applications on them, which some of those can access backup copies of games and stuff like that. Okay. So there's two, like, like the fir- first of all, like if you do that, can they patch it and then you're fucked? Yes. So that's horrible. That's horrible. That's true. But what I'll tell you is with the they with the 3DS and I believe maybe even the Wii U and the Wii, I know for a fact on the 3DS, I have a custom firmware on mine and I can still take uh, uh, over the air updates um, because it patched it to at like such a root level that like Nintendo can't fuck with this patch. So if they do that on the switch it'll essentially be the same um people with the switch being the fastest selling console of all time people are like chomping at the bit to get this to happen this is like going to be like this is like record breaking like for how fast a console came out and has been like cracked all right well let's put it let's put it like this okay as a longtime Nintendo fan that took a long extended hiatus because I fucking hated where Nintendo was headed. Yeah. And now I'm back and I'm loving the fucking Switch. I fucking love that thing, bro. Yeah. Like it, I, it was just such a great fucking purchase. I love it. But I have no issue buying all these like old retro games like Ocarina mm. of Time and Majora's Mask and Super Mario World and all that shit to have like from a virtual console to have them on my Switch and take sure. them everywhere. I would love to do that. But if Nintendo doesn't fucking give me something soon and you can fucking modify that shit, I'm getting it for free. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, that's I think that's it's on the horizon. So that's good news. I just wanted to share cuz I was excited about that and in all honesty, that makes me hesitant to go like dump a bunch of money in games, especially in all honesty too, I would buy some Nintendo fucking games if they would put them on sale. Let me get like, 
you know, they don't put anything on sale. And when they do, it's not a good sale. Yeah, it'd be like buy one, get one half off. Like, thanks. So I'm paying, you know, $45 a piece instead of 60 yeah, Thanks. Yeah, it's fucking horrible, bro. I right. fucking hate that shit. So, you know, let me get a fucking Mario game for, you know, 25 bucks. I'll fucking buy that well, shit. Well, I, you know? I or will Zelda say. Zelda or whatever. Um, just, it was yesterday, actually. I went to the store and I traded in Mario Rabbids. Okay. Which everybody fucking loves, and it looks so fun to me. But I tried playing that shit; it was not fun. You didn't like it. I did not like it. Um, and that was like a gift for my girlfriend for Christmas. So like, I really don't want to play it now. Yeah. So just like, oh, this bitch. Yeah. But um, so I traded that in, and I got Stardew Valley. Oh, I heard that's awesome. Um, well, I had a friend when I first got my Switch. Um, he wanted me to get Stardew Valley, and I was like, no. But then I, I read a bunch of reviews. Everybody said how great it was. And I was looking at it, and I was like, maybe I could dump a little time into this. So I, I got Stardew Valley, and I played a little bit of it. I haven't really played enough to really give it an assessment. But I heard it's awesome. I, like, I'm going to Arizona, so I'm going to be on like, plane flights and shit, uh, tour bus, you know what I'm saying? So I'm going to need shit to play like while I'm just kicking it. Stardew Valley, is that, look, I have that on Steam. I'll install it, because I've, I've heard it's really good, but I've never um, played it. <laughs> I mean, it's basically like like Farmville or something mixed with like an RPG. It's real weird. It reminds me. There was a game I really wanted for the Super Nintendo. It was called Harvest Moon. Um, yeah. I, I never played I it. I never played it, but I used to see it on 64, and I was like, yeah. I want to play this. Harvest Moon, it originally came out for the Super Nintendo. It's really hard to find. Even back then, it was hard to find. But um, I think they did come out with, with one for the 64. They may have even come out with one for the DS at one point, but it, it was essentially the predecessor to Farmville and have shit. Have you ever played... Uh, What's the um, what's that Nintendo game called? Real popular one, Anim- Animal Animal Crossing? Crossing. Yeah, yeah, I played that. What is it? Is it fun? Because I hear people talk about it, but I can never really gather what it actually is. And when they talk about it, it sounds fun, but I'm still not sure what it is. It's essentially a more cute version of the Sims. You're a character and there's a town and you go around the town and interact with people, do favors, go collect some berries, go bring them back. They'll give you this. Then you can put it in your house. Then like a new area unlocks, you know, essentially that over and over again, but it's just a Sim and there's like other, there's shit that happens only at certain times of the day. And you know, so you got to be there or whatever, or there's this character is only here certain times of the day. So it, it takes like the real time into effect and shit. It was pretty, um, groundbreaking in that sense when it came out originally for the GameCube, I think. I think that was the first console that had it. Um, but it's just if, if there's been like four or five more since then that have all been more of the same. You said I just heard a lot of people talk about it, so it's kind of like piqued my interest a little bit. But. It's it's neat. I mean, if you, if you like Sims, it's just the cutest game ever, so it's kind of weird. You know, like you're literally yeah. just like cute animals and shit, like beanie baby looking motherfuckers. Yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah, so I mean... When you play it, you're just like, I'm playing this cute, like, get child's game, essentially. But yeah. it is, it, ha- it has some fun elements to it. I don't know. It's, it's, it has some RPG shit to it. And it, there's no conflict, though. We'll see. You know, um, we'll I think I, I have it for the 3DS, never played it. I think my kids have. There's actually an app. Uh, they came out with a version for Android. I'm sure it's on iPhone, too. I played it and it was very repetitive and shitty, though. Yeah. 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 We'll see. We'll wait until Switch gets something and we'll, we'll see. The only games I really, I, I would go buy right now if they were, you know, two for 50. I would buy Breath of the Wild and Skyrim. That's about it. Yeah, I get it. I mean, that's like buying the same game twice, but yeah, um, I, I, I am actually really excited for that Nintendo Labo though. Have you seen that? Yeah, I'm not probably going to do that. Um, like I think it's a cool idea. I like what they're yeah. doing. Like I, I totally get it. It's, different and sure it's so nintendo and i get it but like 
I got kids. I'm not like getting, I'm not spending a bunch of money to have little cardboard attachments. My kids are going to crush or spill some. Like, <laughs> no, I hear you. Like, um, your kids are littler than mine. So maybe that's, you know, or at least you have one smaller than mine, but me, for me, I thought it was really cool. I liked this aspect of it. You get, there was two, there's two separate versions of it. And for those that don't know, Nintendo over the past week introduced this new game and way to play called Nintendo Labo, where it's a game that comes with um, cardboard cardboard that you have to like put together like a puzzle. Here, I'll, I'll play the trailer while I'm talking about it. It basically turns into toys that you put your switch in and then you play the games with the toys that are made out of cardboard. Yes, but it looks really sweet. Um, here, I'll play this. Uh, I definitely think it's a cool idea. Like, I just think it probably not for me. Yeah, I feel you. But cool, though. Uh, like they got the little piano and they got the car so, and so there's two they got the robot. There's two different sets. There's one that's just the robot set, which is like a has like a backpack and arm things right. and feet. You put your feet in it and you like literally go around punching shit. That one looks fucking sweet. And then there's, it definitely looks the most complex. Although the piano looks pretty complex too. It does. But what I'll tell you, there's two sets. There's one that just has the robot and then the other set has everything else. Has the car, the piano, which this person's playing right now. Well, I saw a lot of people complaining about like the price. Like, yo, this is cardboard. Why am I paying eighty dollars for cardboard? Yeah. And I'm like, well, yeah, I mean, you're you're buying the software right. too, right? So, like, if a normal game costs sixty dollars, you're paying sixty dollars for that, and then you're paying twenty dollars for the cardboard. And it does look like pretty high quality cardboard for cardboard, <laughs> yeah. But it is cardboard. So, um, like, I I seen somebody asked, uh, like, what what does Nintendo plan on doing? You know, when people crush it or ruin it or whatever, they say. They will be selling like, you know, replacement pieces and stuff, you know, for people who want to, but they, they encourage you to just remake it yourself. It's fucking cardboard, (laughs) you know, again, like this is probably not for me. I mean, this is also like real Wii ish. Yeah. Which I fucking hated. So there's that. I'll def, I think this shit is super gimmicky, but it's such a neat little different idea. I love how Nintendo thinks so outside the box that you you literally couldn't have predicted this if you if someone would have gave you a billion dollars. The you thing, know? No, there's no predicting this. But I will say, because <laughs> I don't think anybody expected this. Yeah. But I will say the one thing that I think could be really cool about this. Here's the robot. Like, yeah. Um, like if, for example, they came out with a new Mario game. Yeah. Maybe they could, you know, have like the, uh, like instead of buying the regular version you buy the Labo ultimate edition. edition okay which is $80 instead of 60 and it comes with some cool like Mario thing that you can build out of cardboard oh, okay like and I'm not even thinking along the lines of something to play the game with I'm just thinking like it's like a cool collectible I'm that sure that could be kind of cool like yeah you know what I'm saying? Cool. If you get like Zelda and you got like the cardboard master sword that you put together like that would be tight yeah. I get it like there's there's things about it that could be really cool so I don't want to like all out hate on it, but like this doesn't really look for me. But it I, look I like feel it's you. For me. Um, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I'll probably end up getting the cheaper set that has like all of them in it. Um, um, I we'll think the see. piano looks like the tightest one, bro. The piano looks really cool. The piano fish, looks the fishing rod does. My kids like my kids are the demographic for that, you know, and that's yeah. main, that's the main yeah. reason. I have a you know a 11, eight, and four year old. I'm definitely not mad about it. Like I think it's a cool thing. Like. Even if it's not for me, like I totally think it's like, like tight. So uh, anyone who didn't watch, essentially you just put the, it's cardboard. You put together, put the switch in it and you could play, um, like special games involving moving the cardboard steering wheel or the cardboard fishing rod or whatever. But like I said, I was, I was real against like the motion controls in the first place. So like when you're doing a little bike where you're driving the bike around and shit, like that doesn't really entice me. Dude, I don't know how you play Mario 
Odyssey without like flicking your hat. I have to do that. Like no, I just play control. I, I put the I put I, try, the, I'll, I'll, I all out turn motion controls off. Really? Yeah, in the first like ten minutes of playing, and You're I crazy. Just turn that shit off and just played. Well, the only benefit of doing it, like I put my Joy Cons in the little like handheld controller, and um, I anytime y'all want to do motion, I have to move the whole controller. But all I have to do is like shake it, like like have literally you, shake it, and it, and you throw your hat, shake it, and it homes to them, and that that has saved my ass so many fucking times. Have you played with the Pro controller at all? No. I'm going to be honest. Like it might be the best controller I've ever held in my life. Really? I wonder like, if I don't, don't want to say that because I like really like the Xbox control, like the 360 had a great controller. Wait, can you the program Xbox the buttons one. on it? I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Just curious. But, um, cause if I could program that, um, that hat thing to a button, like a trigger, you know? Well, I mean, there's already a button control for, I don't remember what it is. It's been a while since I played for the hat already, home. Yeah. Not for this one for the hat throw, but I cannot figure out any you other. Just don't, you, just, you just need auto targeting for yourself. That's what you're saying. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. I never did that. No, you're but, such, um, you're so cool. Well, I never even like you're realized so it was cool. homing, bro. Like it was not. You didn't pay attention to the fucking tutorial. Not really. No, you're so cool. You don't even have to watch the tutorial to play a fucking game. You're so cool. <laughs> 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 no, uh, but the, the pro controller, I like, I, I really just think it's an, awesome controller it's really comfortable it feels okay. nice it feels high quality like it feels it makes like and I, I i by no means mean to say that the playstation 4 controller feels cheap yeah but it feels cheap in comparison okay like it feels just nice i really love the controller i'll um i'll cop one if i can get one for cheap i love it bro like the more i think about like like playing breath of the wild or something like that like yeah it's so worth the investment. Really? It's that much better. Like, and I didn't have a problem with the little control that you slide the joy cons into. Yeah. But like, it's just, it's night and day mm. better. Have you tried just putting the little bumpers on and playing with the joy cons like freely? I don't like it. You don't like that? I played me. Mario at first like that like, and it was cool, but I like it much better holding it. Like I get like that it could be cool. Cause like I always be lounging when I'm playing games. So, like, yeah. I like that. I could like put my arms like this and be playing. Yeah, sure. You know what I'm saying like stretch out, but like <laughs> it just feels so awkward because I'm so accustomed to a controller. Yeah, and I'm just not going for it. I did see a video or a picture on Reddit of some dude like sitting in class. He had his like hands in his pockets, and he had his book bag on the table, and like in the book bag he had like his like switch screen like propped up. So he's playing Mario with his hands in his pockets. <laughs> That's badass. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. I'm fucking with it. <laughs> but yeah. um, okay, well, I want I want to get another set of Joy Cons so I can really take advantage of something two player because holding those tiny things in your hand and trying to do anything. I think it's point. awesome that that's an, that's an option because like I got Mario Kart and yeah. I didn't have the money to go buy another controller or whatever and it was just so tight to be able to be like, here. Right. And, had a little, like, and they suck because they're so small and stuff but like it's definitely playable. Yeah. I feel and you. that's awesome to just have that option. Uh, um, True. I am really disappointed that Payday doesn't come out for the Switch until the end of February because if it was going to be at the beginning of February I could have that on tour and I play the fuck oh, out of yeah. payday on oh, tour. Tell me about um, oh, the inpatient or whatever it was. Uh, so I got it yesterday. It yeah. came out yesterday. I got it. Um, I only pray, played a little bit because I had a lot of things to do yesterday. Okay. Um, so I only played a very brief portion but so far it's everything I expected to be. It's, it's awesome. Okay, um, sweet. The one cool thing that I really like is for those of you that don't know, the inpatient is a prequel to until dawn. Uh, it takes place in this insane asylum where you are a patient in the insane asylum. You don't remember who you are, how you got there. So it's really easy to just kind of put yourself in and you're just there. Um, and it feels like it's you, but the one really cool thing that they have done with it, 
um, is that when you're making decisions, when you're talking to people, it'll give you options of things to say. And instead of selecting them, you can say them out loud. Oh, okay. So you can like really immerse yourself. You'd be like, but why are you doing this? And why are you doing this? Oh, that's pretty sweet. So like people ask you questions, you could just give them, you could just say the response and it'll go. That's like, tight. And so you can really like immerse yourself in it. And at first it's kind of awkward because you feel like an idiot. Yeah. You got like this big headset on and you're just like, but why are you doing this? <laughs> but like the more you get comfortable with it, especially like if there's nobody around you to judge yeah. you, you can just really be like, you can act it out and like really get, and that's, I love it, bro. That's I think sweet. it's so tight. That's I really awesome. like it. So yeah. I'm really, I'm really excited to play some more of that. Is I don't that, know do, when I'm going to have time. Do you still play that with the controller though while you're, while you have the headset on? Yeah. Okay. Um, you can do it with the move controllers too, but I, I don't have move controllers, so I haven't experienced any of that. Okay. Yeah, that sounds fucking sweet. I say I knew it came out yesterday. So well, they, it's it's real short. So like that's like one of the complaints that people have had is like the game's coming out for forty dollars. Mm. And uh, did you beat it me. already? No, it, oh. it's like the game's only like two hours long. Oh, really? But like people use that as a criticism to the game, except for what it plays like until dawn. So if you've played until dawn, you understand that playing until dawn once isn't really playing until dawn because you make all these decisions that change the outcome drastically down these different roads. Mm. Um, so in order to actually play the game and understand why the game's cool, you have to play it like six times. Sure. Okay. Well, until dawn takes you 12 hours to beat. So if you're playing it six times, you're investing 60 hours at that point. Okay. So with the impatient, it's only two hours, except for you're not supposed to play it once and be done. That's not the full experience. The, the concept here is that you play it four times, you get eight hours out of it, and you experience all this crazy different stuff and you see where the different roads take you. Okay. It changes drastically. So, and you're paying extra essentially. I mean, the, the price point is mostly involving the VR capabilities for the most part, I'm sure. Like that's where they spent probably a lot of their investment. Well, absolutely. But like, well, that's where they're expecting a return on their investment because people are, want to play that game in VR, especially, and they want to show their friends, like, check this fucking game out. The other thing, too, is, I mean, first of all, it's already been hailed as the best-looking VR game on PSVR. Really? Like, it's graphically the best of all of them. Okay. But um, the other thing, too, though, is, like, I think people get it fucked up when they're talking about video games and price points. So, like, people get mad if you pay $60 for a game and it lasts 10 hours. Yeah. Like, oh, it's too short. Like, you go to a movie... And that'll cost you 10 bucks and that lasts an hour and a half okay. and you're and done with it. $10 overpriced candy and popcorn. Well, I mean, then you're your, done with it. It's, you it's a one-time sweet, experience. You where take your sweet game, lady, you're spending 50 bucks right there. With the game, even if I spend $40 on a game that lasts two hours and that's only two hours, if I could play it four times, yeah. well, now I'm up to eight hours and it costs me 40 bucks. And you can always so Now I'm at $5 an hour. Right. But then we, we, we take it And you can always step, sell it or step, play it. You have resale value and... You can keep it and play it again anytime. It's like you own the DVD. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like so, like the, people get their perception of value in gaming skewed heavily. That's all I'm saying. Motherfuckers be hating though. That's all. I mean, let's That's also keep really in, Let's to. also keep in mind if you really want to play that game, wait six months and it'll be cheaper. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It'll be free on PlayStation Plus. It probably won't be free on PlayStation. <laughs> it's like a big title for PSVR. Okay, so they're probably gonna save that one. Although they did do Until Dawn, Rush of Blood free on PSVR. That's how I got it. And that was like one of their big ones. So maybe, but, but I would imagine looked, they're going to save that one for a while. But it looked, if, if that rush of blood might not have, if you hadn't played that, you wouldn't have even been excited and paid full price for invitation or whatever the hell it's called. Impatient, I would have because I played the first until. Oh dawn. yeah, that's right. But like also keep in mind until dawn, like, or the impatient was the PSVR system seller for me. 
Okay. There was a bunch of stuff I wanted for it and I wanted to play, but I couldn't justify the price of a PSVR. And when I saw the impatient, I was like, yeah, I got to have this. Okay. It's like right up my alley. So whatever. In one of these days, I'll have a PSVR. It's more, fucking tight. It's more likely uh, that I'll get a Vive or something in all honesty, since I already got the fucking computer to support it. All that shit is supposed to be better. Vive? Yeah, I think um, the Vive is the one that has like the best catalog of games, too. Yeah, I mean, I, I hear that one's the shit. I, I wouldn't pay more than like, you know, 300 bucks for it, though. If I can get yeah, it on it's like sale. like six, bro. Yeah, I know. I yeah. think they just changed the price. It might be five now, but even still, that's out of my price range. No, I feel you. Um, okay, what were we, what else were we talking about? We were talking about the Oscars. I don't know how far we got on that. Right, we kinda, I, don't know. I don't know what that is. Um, I don't we, even know how we got off that subject, bro. We just I don't either derailed. But we were talking about um, Get Out getting nominated, and uh, then we kind of just railed off. Oh, I started talking about The Shape of Water. Started talking about Guillermo del Toro. Started talking about Hellboy, and then it just went off. And then we got into like Resident Evil, and oh yeah. yeah. Well, what I was gonna say about Shape of Water to bring it back is it was cool, but it's weird. It's one of the weirdest fucking movies I've ever seen. I didn't know what to expect going in the movies. I mean, this is what the movie's about. So this is not a spoiler. It's about a lady who works in a, like what appears to be some kind of nuclear or top secret facility. She's like a cleaning lady and she falls in love with a creature that they bring in. That's literally the plot of the movie. Um, it has like a bad guy, you know, there's a bad guy in the movie there. The creature's obviously like the good guy and she has like a weird there. There's I, I don't want to spoil this, but spoiler alert. There's a sex scene between her and the monster. <laughs> you love this movie, didn't you? You were into it. <laughs> I didn't know what to expect. I could see it in your eyes. It was odd. It was odd. I I, I don't I did not love what it. movie was that? What movie that, was it called like splice or some shit where there was like the fucking like weird creature in a lab and then like somebody ended up having sex with it species maybe species i don't remember but it was weird <laughs> but yeah somebody ended up fucking like the thing yeah i would like that it was well, weird this movie is the shape the bottom line is the shape of water is good it's worth watching just you know be on the lookout for the monster sex monster sex hey uh, that, that, next topic yeah, that, that, was the, that was the only other movie I've seen I, I do want to see the um, Dunkirk which is a Christopher Nolan movie uh, war movie but other than in the post never heard of it but sounds cool um, other than that some people got I heard some people got snubbed you know we do it for the gram hey. <laughs> some people got snubbed like James Franco didn't get nominated for the disaster artist which people feel he got snubbed um, but he just won it every year I just let him win it every year. He is just cool. Let him win an award every year. Denzel Washington got nominated for a movie I never heard of called Roman J. Israel Esquire. Okay, so why is Denzel Washington so like super fucking a list? But he's got all these movies that I've never heard of. I don't know, man. <laughs> like I, I, Training Day was just that good uh, that they he's heralded as a such a great. He has actor. a lot of really great movies, bro. But like, you ever see the movie? What's the he has a train movie? Uh, taking of Pelham one two three. No, it's like a oh a stop, stop unstoppable. Yeah, that was it. Have you seen that? No, bro. Like my old my my ex chick. She uh one day was like, we gotta watch this movie, and she like bought it on Blu-ray for like five bucks or something somewhere, okay. and we went home and watched it, and that shit was fire, bro. Yeah. I don't know why that wasn't that movie was hot, bro. I went to a customer's house. Um, 
This has to do with that movie, believe it or not. I went to that customer's house and they told me, I don't know why, out of the blue, people, customers love just vomiting their life story on you. Um, they told me that their dad was the actual guy who was played by Denzel Washington in that movie. Like, like it was a true story and like her great fucking movie. That was her dad. You're like, Oh, tight. I've never seen it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I wish I had seen the movie so I could relate with her more because right. she, she obviously wanted to talk about it, but right. you know, <laughs> it was a good movie and she was white. Well, if you've, <laughs> if you've never seen that movie, go watch it. It's a good fucking movie. Unstoppable. All right. So that Daniel Kaluuya got nominated from get out, which I was shocked and surprised about. Um, the lady got not Sally Hawkins got nominated for shape of water. Meryl Streep in the post. Look, Margot Robbie got nominated for I, Tanya, which I hear is awesome. I haven't watched it Never yet. heard of it. That's a movie about Tanya Harding. She plays Tanya Harding. Do you know who that is? Yeah, that's a throwback to the 90s right mm-hmm. there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there wasn't much more. Dude, I we were mention. at work one day and we were talking about uh, female ice skating. Okay. And there was like five or six of us dudes. Yeah. <laughs> and we were able to name like just off the top of our heads, like fucking six different women's figure skaters from the nineties. And they were all like big fucking women's figure skaters. And it was just like ridiculous. We were like, all right, go, uh, don't do that to me. Like on the spot (laughs) like that, but we did, we named a whole bunch of them, but like I can name probably four or five right now. I could, I'm not going to pull them off top right here. Like if you put me on the spot, Tanya Harding and Nancy Kerrigan, Nancy Kerrigan. What's her Uh, name? Christy Yamaguchi, Christina Yamaguchi. Um, there's more, bro. Like we 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 all named six, and every single one of us was like, we know all of these people. But I keep want to say Oksana Bayul, but I think she was a gymnast. That's definitely something Olympics related, but I don't know who that is. But like we we did this, and we we're just like, how many like women's figure skaters can we name right now? How many men's figure None. skaters can you name? None. I can name two. Who? Scott Hamilton. He was the first guy to do the the backflip, and Brian Boitano. All right, Brian Boitano, you got me. All right, you got me with Brian Boitano. That's fair. Yes. But like, it was funny because I was just thinking like, this is that ridiculous is that we can name six women's figure skaters from the 90s and we can't name a single one from now. We can't name a single <laughs> male figure skater. We can't like, like, how do we get all these women's figure skater? How did these become household names to us? Like, it it's is, weird. It is odd. Like, there's the random dumb information like you're able to retain. I, I can't remember important shit. Like, sometimes I forget what grade my kids are in and stuff like that. But... I remember fucking Christy Yamaguchi from. Yeah. She was the hot Asian chick, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I tagged her. Like, why in the fuck do I remember that? Yeah. And why do I remember Scott Hamilton? Bro, like, if I did if the I, first I don't, I don't remember the whole list off top, but if I listed, like, all of them, you would know every one of them, wow. too. And you'd be like, damn, like, <laughs> it was weird. You want to hear something funny? There's like a bunch of, like, dudes. We were like, why do we know this? <laughs> <laughs> I was at the thrift store the other day. I've been doing some thrifting lately. Um, and I saw they literally had a uh, at the thrift store, Ohio Thrift on South High. They had a one skate, a figure skate, like ice skate for twenty five dollars for sale. It was signed by male figure skater Scott Hamilton. <laughs> I don't know who Scott Hamilton is. I'll show you a picture of him. Man. I don't want to see a picture. So I don't even give a shit about see. Scott Hamilton. I don't got to see fuck at all about Scott. Got to see. Pull up a picture of Brian Boitano. I'd rather see him. <laughs> That's Scott Hamilton. Yeah, he looks like we wouldn't be friends. <laughs> look, they already know. Look, I just how the fuck I type Brian. Bro, I don't really even knew. need to see Brian Boitano. I at least know who he is. Like I was just trying to be funny, but <laughs> there he is. What, what, what Brian will Boitano, Boitano do? <laughs> he's here right now. I'm sure he kicking us or two. That's what Brian Boitano do. No, uh, I used to, I, I've seen that movie like nine million times. By the way, I quote like that home. I used to own the soundtrack. Make the sound of a dying giraffe. <laughs> I used to. Dude, is that the sound of a dying giraffe? 
<laughs> I don't remember that part. You don't remember that? That shit was fucking hilarious, bro. That movie was incredible. For I, By the way, we're talking about South Park, Bigger, Longer, and Uncut. I have a couple memories tied to that movie. Me and Eric went and saw that movie by ourselves. I was a teenager when it came out. 1999, I think, was when it came out. I was only 15. Eric would have been 17. Um, somehow we went and saw it. I don't know why they let us in. Easton had just opened like that weekend. We went and saw it. And uh, it was so cool, like being at Easton, whoa, which is yeah. like our big indoor cool like town, mall town yeah. they built for those who don't know. But um, so we saw that and like I own I went and bought like this fucking soundtrack, listened to the shit out of it. I didn't listen to like regular music. I listened to dumb shit like that when I was a kid. Kyle's mom. <laughs> Kyle's on the beach. Big, 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 I love that shit, bro. I love it. Um, they also had another album called Chef Aid, which has a bunch of good songs on it, too. I don't know. I just love South Park. Me too, man. Like, I just love those guys. That, they, You've seen Baseball, right? Fuck yeah. That's my favorite comedy of all time. The movie is great. Have you that seen is, Orgasmo? I actually, I own both of them on DVD. I actually saw Orgasmo way, at, like just like a year or two ago, because okay. everybody was like, you gotta, you, you love baseball? You've never seen Orgasmo? Yeah, and I watched Orgasmo, and it was okay, but it was not nearly as good. It's not as funny as ba- basketball, but it has a lot of really funny shit in it. It's well worth watching, especially if you like getting stoned. I forget what the one part that I really liked in that was. There's a part where uh, it's uh, Matt Stone, and he's like, "I mean, I'm not gay or nothing, but Depeche Mode is like I forget." <laughs> yeah, you know he does it, He does that same gag like yeah, several yeah, times. like several times, and that was like the best thing in the whole movie. <laughs> was like that ongoing joke of yeah. like. I mean, I ain't gay or nothing, but hey, there's another funny. I, I I like ongoing jokes like that in movies. There's one in uh, the movie Walk Hard, the Dewey Cox story. I love that movie, by the way. With if you wait before we even Tim go any Meadows, further, before we go any further, Dewey Walk Hard, the Dewey Cox story is like I remember seeing the trailers before that movie came out, and it looked like the dumbest, not yeah. fucking funny movie ever. Same. It looked fucking terrible from the trailers, and somehow I ended up watching it, and it is one of the funniest movies ever seen. And I can't believe how poorly the trailers represent the movie. Yeah. But that is a great fucking movie. I had no I interest in watching shit. it. I, I love that. I didn't see movie. it until it came out on DVD already. Um, I'm sure that's how I saw it. I, I, I didn't want to see it when I saw the trailers. I was, I, like, no. I was already a fan of John C. Riley from, I think Talladega Nights had already come out. And that's what he was kind of piggybacking off of when, when he came out with that movie. That's but, exactly what it was. And I remember thinking like, I liked him in that, but I was like, I don't know if I can just jump into this dumb right. fucking movie. And it also looked I like a, that other movie. It looked like a dumbass parody of that Johnny Cash movie. That's too. what it, I mean. That's what it's playoff of. Right. But it looked really like a cheap ripoff kind yeah. of like at the time. But you watch it. The jokes are so fucking funny. It's one of the funniest movies I've ever Tim, seen. Tim Meadows does an ongoing like joke throughout the movie. You don't like, want no part of this shit. <laughs> he keeps doing drugs in the yeah. bathroom and Dewey keeps finding him. He's like, what are you doing? He's like smoking weed at first. He's like, Dewey, you don't want no part of this shit, man. He's like, why? Why not? He's like, it'll make you have fun and it'll be, you'll have a great time. I think I want a part of that shit. <laughs> and he goes from stuff. one drag to the next. He goes from like weed to yeah. like cocaine to heroin. To, yeah. It's fucking ridiculous. That shit's uh, hilarious. Yeah. I love that shit. I, I love that movie. Though. That movie's great. Highly recommend watching that shit and watch the trailer just so you can see how fucking terrible the trailers are and then watch a movie and you'll be like, this is fucking great. And that trailer was terrible. I'll have to check the trailer for that. Cause I, I do recall having no interest in seeing it, but I don't recall the trailer. The trailers make it look dumb and infantile and not funny. It make yeah. it look like it's fart jokes or something like, and it's not funny. And then you watch a movie and you're like, this is not at all what that trailer made it look like. Uh, even if it was, I mean, there's some movies that can do that and still be funny. Like, uh, did you see Sausage Party? 
Yeah, like the problem I had with Sausage Party because I thought Sausage Party was really funny for the first like half hour. Yeah. And then it wore off because it was just like the same thing. Well, the only thing that kept that movie afloat after the first half was uh, Nick Kroll as the douche, as the giant douche. I kind of remember that, but he's like, he always, he's like, hey, what's up, bro? Here I come. Like, you like talk like that. <laughs> no, I, uh, I definitely thought that movie was really funny for like a half an hour. And then I was like, the rest of the movie is the same thing. It's, it's, it's a, it, they did draw it out. Sure. It, I mean, it's just, it's basically it, it a bunch been, of shock value. Yeah. And once the shock wears off, it's not it it's funny. It, that movie would have been better as like a 10 minute short. You know, it would have. I mean, um, they would have made less money doing it. But the point is, you know, I, me. Uh, well, we got really stoned and went and saw it, and we had fun watching it. And I thought it was funny. That's not bad. It's but just my point is, dumb movies can be funny and I, and enjoyable. No, I get it. Basketball is like the dumbest fucking movie ever, yeah. but it's fucking the funniest movie I've ever seen. That is true. It's been a long time since I've watched that. I should really rewatch it. I just love that every time I say that that's my favorite movie, somebody's like, that's your favorite funny movie. And I'm like, yeah, it's the funniest fucking thing ever. I think it's funny enough to warrant that. But I think I I don't know what my favorite funny movie is. Well, I mean, off the top of my head. Before, before you go any further, just keep in mind that I know that you're not big into sports. Yeah. But if you can say that that movie is that funny without being big into sports, just realize that you're missing like 75% of the humor in it. What movie? Basketball. Oh, okay. Because yeah. it's like all of it is satirical, making fun sure. of like, uh, I'm, sports. I'm, and there's it's so packed full of joke after joke after joke and things going on in the backgrounds of yeah. things that... <coughs> excuse me. It's so packed full of all of that that when you watch that and you laugh the whole time, you've just missed 75% of the humor in the movie. Okay. Maybe I'm, I'm not into like sports, if you were but... super into sports, there's all these things that you would get on a different okay. level. So that's how funny it really is. That's kind of like, like how... it's really fucking funny. That's kind of like how airplane is. You watch it I like more than once and you keep catching like different little shit. Surely you can't be serious. <laughs> Don't call me Shirley. <laughs> I just watched that movie Did recently the within the last few years. I never watched that movie as a kid or anything. <laughs> what is it? You ever seen a grown man naked? <laughs> I love that I shit. That. I love that fucking movie, bro. Airplanes. The what shit was the too. movie we were just talking about before that? I was going to go off on a tangent. Oh, the oh. Fu- uh, off the top of my head, one of the funniest movies I can think of that I think I, I enjoyed more than basketball is Idiocracy. Okay. I really liked Idiocracy when I was younger and the older I get, I still like it. Sure. But I feel like it could have been done better. Really? I, every time I rewatch it, I think, I think it's, it's good. Timeless. I really like it. I really like it, but I just feel like kind of like, there were missed opportunities. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I don't know, man. They, that movie's so off the wall that... It definitely is. Like, you, can't, you can't even, like... You don't even know Ow, where... Ow, my like, balls! <laughs> yeah, you don't even know where the fuck they get, like, half the fucking humor in it, but that I mean, movie's... It was also, like, really it, super, like, predicting the future on some level, too. Yeah, no shit. Um, I mean, President Camacho... Uh, uh, what's funny is Camacho's a good guy in that movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like he's obviously an idiot because everybody in that movie is an idiot. But like he's an exaggerated version of Trump, essentially. But he's also like not because Camacho is like a good guy. Yeah. Trump is. Well, obviously. Trump. Obviously. Yeah. Well, I like idiocracy more than more than uh, baseball. But baseball is funny as fuck. And if you haven't seen it, highly recommend watching it. It's fucking great. I mean, if you like South Park, you're going to like it. It's the same type of humor. Have you seen Kingpin? I ha- I love Kingpin. Okay, cool. I was gonna say we're we can't I be friends if you Kingpin. don't like Kingpin. I love Kingpin. <laughs> that's another one that's like really yeah. fucking dumb, but like yeah, it's really good. That's why I thought of it. I mean, yeah, Dumb those, and Dumber. Dumb and Dumber is really yeah, dumb. But those are also my favorite uh, comedies. What about the Three Amigos? I was never really huge into that. That's possibly one of the best five comedies I've ever seen in my life. Hmm. 
Are you the singing bush? You don't like that shit? I don't remember anything from Oh my god, movie. I got it. I'm gonna loan it to you. You're gonna have to watch it again because it's just fucking classic. I'll just download Steve it. Steve Martin and you know you can do that too. Chevy Chase. Chevy Chase. That's just fucking Who else? so good. Emilio Estevez? No, it has uh, Martin Short. <clears throat> oh, Martin Short. Emilio yeah. Estevez. Not at all the same. <laughs> Not even close. Martin but, Short's yeah. like a um funnier Emilio Estevez. Martin Short's Ned Nederlander. Um Dusty Bottoms is Chevy Chase and Lucky Day is Steve Martin. Mm. Well, good. That's one of those random facts that you don't know why you remember. But you no, I just do. said that because I ran through their names in the first couple episodes, oh, yeah. so I felt like I should detail that. <laughs> That's why. Another throwback. That. Listen to the old episodes. Yeah. I love the Three Amigos, though. Whatever. Yeah. I haven't watched shit else uh, movies-wise, though. I've watched... Um, we started watching... You know, like, since we started doing the podcast, I haven't been watching shows and movies. I've been watching podcasts. Really? Yeah, just cool. trying to learn. What have you been watching? Reading? Well, I mean, listening well, to... I like a lot of the um, IGN podcasts, so I watch um, Unlocked, which is the Xbox one. I watch Beyond, which is the PlayStation one. I okay. watch Nintendo Voice Chat, which is the Nintendo one. Okay. I also watch... They have um, Game Scoop, which is just about games okay i have another one up at noon which is them being kind of stupid that one's almost like what we do okay um but i definitely like am picking up on things that i do and don't like um for example they kind of like rotate out people that work at ign to be on the cast on these shows yeah um certain people are much more appealing to watch than others they just like mesh better like not even just that like some of these people that they have on there like i have no interest in their opinions on it like they're not charismatic enough for me to like even enjoy but there's other ones that i really like a lot so i mean there's that i i don't watch any podcasts i listen to a shitload um i, I just like go home put them all on like eating and shit you know what i'm saying that yeah shit. i would i mean i, I would, used to watch a daily struggle all the time but that's over now because joe button well it's not over they're still doing it but joe button's not on anymore and <clears throat> nobody wants to watch that without joe button so um i listen i i don't uh, watch any some of the podcasts i listen to do have video versions but i don't watch them i mean I'm, i listen to the main podcast i listen to joe rogan um doug loves movies I listen to Tuesdays with stories. Chris D'Elia, congratulations. I like, oh, Nintendo Power has a podcast. That one's pretty sweet. Actually, he interviews the the very first episode was just like a couple weeks ago and he interviews. I think I would have a problem watching a podcast. I'm sorry, I cut you off. You're all right. Go ahead. Uh, no, I, I think I would have a, a problem watching a podcast about like a Nintendo that was made by Nintendo. Sure. I can see that. Um, but what I will tell you is um, I listened to it. I don't know if it has video, but it was it was mainly the... Like, you know, Nintendo Power is a defunct magazine now. They don't have it. But right. they, it's they're essentially using the name now. It's funny because that was a staple of childhood. I, I agree. I, I was a subscriber for a long time. I literally had like several hundred issues I gave to Warp Zone. Like I would have gotten Nintendo Power when I was a kid, except for I always chose to go Game Pro. Yeah, oh, yeah. And the Game reason that sweet. I chose Game Pro was because it was more than just Nintendo. Yeah. That's uh, Game Pro was always... Like I liked it. I more wish Game Pro regard. was still around. I I like it the best. <laughs> yeah. Now all you got is Game Informer. Pretty. I much. mean, Game Informer's pretty good. It's, it's not bad. The job done. Um, but oh, it's the, no Game Pro though. The Nintendo podcast, the Nintendo Power podcast. They're using the name from Nintendo Power, and now it's a podcast instead of a magazine. Right. The former editor in chief is doing the podcast, which is cool. Right. Um, he the very first episode he interviews like the two main like head creators of uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild and talks to him for like a half an hour about um all kinds of inner in and out you know how they made it and shit it was super interesting if you're into breath of the wild at all or that sounds interesting i highly recommend you know what's it. funny is for all the problems that i have with breath of the wild and i did love it but like for all the problems that i had with it i keep finding myself now wanting to go back to it yeah 
I I I need to pick it back up. So maybe that's like a a positive thing that I can say about that. Yeah, I had all these other things like. I do find myself wanting to go back and play it again. There's like a, it's, it's, it's always looming in the back of my head too. Cause I know that I got so close to beating it and never did at least. And now they just came out with a new expansion where you can ride a fucking motorcycle. Dumb. I, I heard it's awesome. It looks dumb. I don't know, man. I, I, I'm looking forward to trying it. <laughs> looks dumb. Like that's like one of those where like the season pass, like they got some things that are cool in there, but I don't know if I can justify $20 cause I don't even know how much I'll play the season pass content. Well, just wait if we can modify this switch. You won't like, need to. Boom, free. Yeah. <laughs> um, possibly. But like I've considered the season pass it a few times. I'm just like, I don't know if this is worth it to me. Yeah. I hear that. Twenty dollars is a high buy in price. I mean for for just some tacked on content. Yeah. I, I mean it's a high buy on price given that like there's so many things in that game that I haven't even come close to touching. I mean if it added like so, like I'm gonna buy more to a game that I haven't even come close yeah. to touching everything in to begin with. If it if it added like another whole nother island, you know, similar to what like Skyrim does and shit like that when they when well, I mean I also think maybe like if I go back and start from scratch and play from the beginning instead of just picking up where I was and maybe I could justify that price because it would kind of be seamlessly added to everything. Okay. I like, like that. at this point, if I was going to go play it, I'd have to go just play the. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Um, have you ever played Hyrule uh, Warriors? No, it looks dumb. Um, did you never ever play it, but it looks have, dumb. Have you ever played like Dynasty Warriors? Nope. Never played it, but it looks dumb. <laughs> Um, I well, could play it and think it's great. I'm not trying to prejudge it. But I'm just giving you my opinion. What about what um, uh, Lord of the Rings Shadow of Mordor or whatever? Um, I I had gone on a trip with my ex now ex-girlfriend um, to visit her family in South Dakota, North Dakota, okay. North Dakota. And we're in the middle of nowhere. But she had like a 13 year old like little stepbrother. Yeah. And he was super fucking cool. His name is Jake. And he's fucking rad. And I really liked hanging out with him. Um but he, he was like a gamer, and so we got along real well, and he was playing that game. Okay. And it looked amazing and so much fun, and I came back home, and I bought it, and I tried to play it, and I couldn't figure out how to fucking play it, bro. <laughs> like, like, it just doesn't teach you at all really when you start playing it. No, that's so, like, I had watched him play all this cool stuff and, like, doing all this awesome stuff, and then when I went to play it, it just kind of dropped me in this world where, like... It was like open world, so like you could say like just go out and explore, yeah. and that's fun. Except for it kind of wasn't really like that. It was kind of just like everywhere you went, there was like little outposts of people trying to fight you. Sure. It was like I need more than this. I gotcha. And if they'd held my hand and kind of taught me how to play the game, then I probably could have got into it. Okay. But I, 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 I struggled with it because I just didn't really get like like I never knew what I was supposed to be doing or how I was supposed to do it or. Yeah. So I, I, I hear I hear it's amazing. I've never played it. I actually own own it. When I watched him play it, I was like, this looks fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, well, my brother played it and he loved it. And he's not really like the type to play that kind of shit, honestly, but he really fucking loved it. Um, my, but the reason I brought it up is because I've played Dynasty Warriors and I've played Hyrule Warriors and I've heard that Shadow Mortar is similar as far as like fighting the hordes. You know, that's what you're doing. You're fighting a whole fucking horde of enemies at a time. Um, and that's essentially what Hyrule Warriors does. I, I never played it. All those Dynasty Warriors Warriors and Hyrule Warriors and all that, like they just look like something I'll get bored of pretty quick. No, the, uh, well, here's what I'll tell you. It looked like it'd be fun for ten minutes, but it feels like I would just be like tired of it. Want to move on to something else? I thought that too, and uh, I never played Hyrule Warriors, but I downloaded it for the Wii. Um, I have all the DLC for it, which, by the way, when you when I first booted it up because I already had all the DLC like preloaded, it. I'm not kidding. You took me ten minutes just to, like keep clicking through. Like you have this, bank, bank. You have this, bank, bank, bank. Like all the DLC <laughs> shit. Anyways, but once. 
I got to playing it, it actually has like a cool story. You can, um, it's, it, it is repetitive in the sense that you're literally just completely like button mashing, fighting enemies the whole yeah, time. That sounds horrible to me. Um, but you could do like combos, which do like, which wipe out like a bunch of them at a time. Well, I mean, let's also, then you could switch your character to Zelda. She's got like a different move set. And well, like, let's also keep in mind that like, I don't like fighting games. I don't either. I don't. I don't like fighting games because it's just too much of the same shit. Well, I don't like fighting games either. And this isn't. This is not a fighting game, if you ask me. It's. A, it's. This is more. I just think the things that I don't like about fighting games would be the same about it. This is more in line with like, um, as far as fighting goes, like um, Batman Arkham Asylum and shit. In all honesty, to me, right. I'm just saying. I feel like it would be overly repetitive, like a fighting game. Oh, okay. Um. Well, I mean, maybe, maybe you'll think that, but I can sit down with a fighting game. Like I can sit down with Street Fighter and that can be fun for like 10 minutes. The yeah. problem is there's nothing else to it. So like after 10 minutes, I'm done with Hyrule Warriors Legends. You, um, you kill enemies, you get like gold and like you could buy like upgrades to your weapons. And like, so there is some stu- substance. You can get different weapons. Different people work better on this map because of this element. So you, th- it has a ca- cast of characters, like 30 people wide. You pick whoever you want for that. Right. You got, so you do have some variety. The, the levels themselves, the maps take only about 20 minutes to beat each one. Right. So it, it, it's repetitive, like when you're in it, but it, I have a lot of fun, like just smashing through hordes of like enemies. It's, it's, there's something uh, enthralling about it. I don't know, but I highly recommend trying it. You know, if you can, but like said, don't, that don't buy like it. It would be fun for a little bit. I'll, I'll, I'll put it on your 3ds when you bring that. <laughs> it's not mine. It's my son's. Oh, are you able? To- He'd probably like it though, right? So yeah. What are you What are you looking up now? Nothing. I am um, getting a text about tour. Oh, so trying just- trying to uh, shoehorn in some more tour talk, huh? No, I just you asked me. That was it. <laughs> well, but, that's it. The um, end. Then the end of my heart does not <laughs> not appeal to me. Well, then don't play it. But uh, I think I think you would. It's worth trying. My, all I was saying is I've put. I'm not a try everything. I put a few hours into that over the past couple weeks, and I really am finding myself enjoying it. I tried it on the 3DS also. I was like, oh, let me try it out. It was the same game. And they're re-releasing a new ver- new edition, special edition for it for the Switch. So you might... Uh, but like, that's like, like the, what's the game on the Switch? The Mario Kart? Pokin DX or whatever. Oh, okay. Like that looks like it would be fun. I've considered like wanting to play that, except for I can't justify the money for it. Is that it. the like Pokemon fighting game? Yeah. Yeah, I mean... I mean, the problem is like, it's a fighting game. Like, I'm not into fighting games at all, so I, I, I wouldn't care. I just don't think I could play it longer than like 15 minutes <laughs> like Mortal Kombat they come out the new Mortal Kombat and I'm like yeah this shit is fun for like 10 15 20 minutes and then I'm like I'm over it no argument for me here dude I feel the same about fighting games I never play them well, the other thing is I don't want to play anything like that online because like yeah you get smashed immediately yeah like games like that and like racing games are like that too yeah. like I can't play racing games online yeah, and they, they cater all of them to online now yeah. so now you can't even get like offline games to play like that but I mean, people like, have been honing those skills for the last 25 right. like, fucking years there's no years, point in you know? me even fucking playing it online because like I'm still trying to jump back in because I haven't been all that interested and everybody else is so like yeah. on point with it that it's what's the point in me even trying that's how I feel about playing any of the fucking Call of Duties too I mean every 12 year old has been playing it since they were 6 and I can't do shit with them you yeah. know yeah. I, I I hop in and die and don't even know who shot me and it's not yeah. fun. Well, I mean, like I have a lot of issues with Call of Duty too, just because I really like shooters and I can play a lot of shooters online. But the issue that I have with Call of Duty is that, like, I played Halo for so long. Every time I play Call of Duty, it feels so like dimensionless and flat. Yeah, like Halo, there's always like jump in and different like little like areas like 
Call of Duty always feels like it's flat. It doesn't feel like there's layer. Like yeah, there and then on top of that, it feels like the maps often are like kind of like hallways and things. Yeah, instead of like these big like areas that like every little thing connects to something else like yeah. Halo you know what I'm saying like mm-hmm. like playing Heretic on Halo like there's nothing comparable to that in Call of Duty yeah Call of Duty feels dimensionless in compar- comparison to me and, like I played a lot of Counter-Strike Counter-Strike is so super fun and then like you try to play Call of Duty I'm like who wants to play this when you could play Halo or Counter-Strike? I just don't understand why anybody likes this. Yeah, I, I can't. I, I've only played a few of the Call of Duties. I can never really stick with them. They they never hold my interest. I, I do like the story modes, but I can't, I'm not paying 60 bucks for that. I just don't know how they became so popular when the other options seem like, and I guess, you know, not everybody has the same opinions and I'll give you my opinion different people, but like, I, what how do, could I, you, how could you want to play call of duty when you could play counter strike? What do you think people are, what, what do you think keeps hooking people to keep buying call of duty every fucking year, I year think, after year, the same I, goddamn game. I think at this point it's just become one of those things where that's people's go-to shooter. So like if there's a new call of duty game, like they just get it and that's their shooter. Yeah. I don't think they're, well, what about the, trying? I think I think the community has something to do with it. What? Because the community is always so strong, and okay. every, you know, all your friends are always going to have it. That's why people stick with it rather than like there could be another game that's better. But all my friends don't have that game. But so what I do you think started it? What do you think started everyone's sudden interest in Call of know. Duty? I mean, I never like when everybody got real big into Call of Duty. I didn't, so yeah. I don't know. <clears throat> well, I know Call of Duty Two was a launch title for the 360, and I knew so, like one guy who had a 360 at the time and he like brought it over and I really didn't I've never gave a flying fuck about any army game ever Literally I don't like never. I don't like World War 2 for one like when I play a shooter I want something a little more like futuristic so Halo sure. really appeals to that but like I really like Counter-Strike because I just think it's fun did you like Advanced Warfare or Infinite Warfare um, the only the most recent one that I played was Ghosts which everybody hated mm. um, I got it on sale at GameStop for like eight bucks because nobody liked it yeah and I played the campaign and it was definitely worth eight bucks for the campaign okay which I know that's not why people hate yeah. it yeah but like for eight bucks, I had fun with, I got eight bucks of enjoyment out of it, Well, but I, I never played it multiplayer. I never knew anyone who played Call of Duty three. And then here's my experience with Call of Duty. I was playing the fuck out of Halo three at the time with like Eric and my buddy, Ben and Sean, Shane. And, um, we, Eric started playing like Call of Duty cause Ben was, uh, Call of Duty four modern war, the original modern warfare. That was a good one. And that was the one that kind of, I liked all of the modern warfares as far as campaign goes. I never played a multiplayer, but I liked all of the campaigns. I did. Well, well I got Call of Duty four at the time, I think for like 25 bucks. It had already been out for a little while and I played it a little bit and I really liked the, um, the class system being able to like pick perks, like was really neat for Call I of Duty that. four. I hate that about like all games. Well, everything's it, class based and oh my, I it was, fucking hate that I shit. liked it as, as a, a, it was different from Halo cause I was so used to Halo. That's, that was the only multiplayer a game I really play, was playing at the time. So we switched to Call of Duty. It was like such a stark difference that, you know, it was, it took some getting used to, but I enjoyed the difference, different aspects of it regarding the class system and stuff. That said, I hated when Halo did the class system. It was, it ruined it. And Reach? Yes. I really liked Reach a lot. I like, but Reach, I did but not I like, like it as much system. as Halo 3. Yeah, no. But Halo there were things the best, about best multiplayer th- game of all time. It is. I would wholeheartedly agree. Like, I yeah. think there's other things you can make a debate for, but if I had to pick one, that would, I would pick the same game. I would. But I will say that, like, there were things about Reach that I really liked that were kind of Call of Duty-ish. Like, I liked the 
earning the points and getting the different helmets like and yeah you know what i'm saying different little things like that i did not like the class system okay yeah like i didn't Same. like choosing the different classes and things like that i wish that would have stayed more traditional halo yeah but i did like how they had like the upgrades that were kind of call of duty-ish added i thought that was fun um i also really 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 loved in halo reach when they they had team swap yeah because they I had like headshots SWAT. yes and that's like all i play when and you I could do you could do headshots and you if you had the br yeah, like I could start serving people, like <laughs> pop, 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 yeah, pop. Like I love that shit, bro. That shit was so fun. When I play Master Chief Collection, that's what I play. But SWAT. I did, I did, I will say that when I played Halo Reach, I had a lot of fun with it. But I was just so amazed at how great the map selection was in Halo Three, mm-hmm. and how unbelievably terrible the map selection was in Halo Reach. Yeah, I'm not saying variety. I just thought all of the maps were bad. Yeah. Like there might have been one or two that I thought were good. And then every other map in that game, I was like, this is horrible. And the map selection is part of what made Halo 3 good. I mean, almost every map is like a classic from that game. I liked Heretic and I liked Ascension. Man, I like a lot of them. I, you know what one I never really liked, though, that was really popular? I never I, liked Valhalla. Valhalla. Yeah. I mean, that one was in every single Halo. And that's why I it's, hated that one. That's why I think that's why people it, like it. It's just a nostalgic thing because that was in Halo 1. That was like the big big team map you know um yeah never like that but yeah but I, never, I usually don't like big team battles in games either i sure. always think it's like too much going on yeah i don't really like when i'm like fighting one dude and then dude across the map over there like snipes me and i'm just like dead and i'm like <laughs> it's what fun. could i have done about that like <laughs> it's fun to an extent but i'm with you um <laughs> but uh but here's my theory as far as why call of duty be like hooked as much as it did yeah, give it to be- me. besides the fact that you know is a difference from halo i think at the time, at least, people were super in, getting super into like all the gun selection, and people were like, "Oh, I have one of these guns. This guy has one of those guns. Oh, I go buy these guns down there, AKs, M, whatever, blah blah blah." So people could like, you know, fit that in. Like, it, it made sense in their real life. Like, oh, look, I collected all these guns in the game. I'm collecting them outside the game, and there's like a there's a gun nut craze that started happening like right around that same time, I and I think that, that contributed. Um, somewhat to its success in all honesty but see that never would have helped me because I'm not a gun nut for one yeah same like I'm not into guns I don't own any guns I don't want to own any guns right but also like I don't really like super realistic shooters yeah I like them fictional I, was, I can't remember the name of the fucking guns anyways I remember the plasma pistol the AR3972 yeah I remember the BR I remember yeah. the fucking spiker I, well, <laughs> I remember I mean, the I also Needler. feel like when you're, when you're doing all real guns they're all so similar that it kind of like loses yeah. its flavor they're all just numbers and letters like yeah. I can't keep fucking but I mean, track like, of them either. they're not they're not as exciting like you have seven different submachine guns and they're all the same fucking yeah, thing exactly. you know what I'm saying like at least like in Halo, you got the sword and the fucking like and the hammer's kind of the same, but it works different. Like yeah. it's definitely different. You know what I'm saying? It's yep. got things that work different about it. And then you've got the fucking needler and you've got the BR, which is different. And then you got the little energy pistol. Like yep. they all have different things that are very distinct about them that make everything drastically different. And that's why it like. makes everything tactical. That's what like, I like about Destiny. Because the gun selection in Destiny, like the guns are so wildly different that you know what they, do you know every attribute about it as soon as like, you know, someone has one like, oh, you got the Galahorn. Fuck yeah. That's a rocket launcher. That was amazing. And, um, you know, they, they, all the guns had like cool names and different properties and looks and they were very like that. They were as much a character in that game, the characters in that game as anything else. I think one thing that we're losing is like, 
like in games in general is like everything become, becomes like loot based and collecting and look, look sure. I finally unlocked this or whatever. I loved about Halo that like you start on the map and everybody knows where the guns are and go get yeah, them. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's classic. You know, like Gold let's nine. race to the sword. You know yep. what I'm saying? Like I like I everybody's you. on an even keel at all times. Like I, I love you. that. Like I don't, I'm not big on a like constant leveling up to unlock different stuff. I really like leveling up to unlock different stuff, but I don't like it when it affects gameplay. It I like it when it's cosmetic. Yeah, I got you. If I'm just jumping into a game and you've been playing the game for a year, yeah. you shouldn't have a bunch of shit that I don't have because that makes this uneven. I got you. What the, the advantage that you should have is skill that you've gained over the last year. Sure. I'm just jumping in. Why should you get skill and all the cool weapons? Like that's what well, with a game bullshit. like with a game like Destiny, if you if you turn it on and don't even play the story and just want to go into the Crucible, which is the multiplayer and with your default bullshit guns, you know, that's fine. They 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 actually during Crucible, they 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 level it off. Like everyone's bullets does the same amount of damage for the most part. Um but those guns, that those cool guns I was still referring to, they still have like perks and shit that give people an advantage like they shoot faster that fourth one does extra damage so they still have that advantage over the person that's level one diving in but why the fuck you want to get a game and not play through it if you play through i get it eight hours of the story of destiny which is literally all it would take you would end up with a good set of guns to to hold your own at the very least in crucible and probably even have enough shit to to fuck people up not to mention you get drops at the end of every match. I really too. love customization and stuff too. I just don't like I just don't like the unevenness of it. Okay. In like multiplayer and stuff. I hate that shit. I hate it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I have. I, I don't even know any other multiplayer games I have that I could compare it to uh, other than De- I played Halo, Destiny, and Call of Duty, and that's honestly the only multiplayer games I've ever. Like I really like Battlefront played. right now, but like Battlefront pisses me off too. Is, it, is that that one's only multiplayer, right? That's probably because everybody already spent no, fifty dollars. They fit, spent fifty dollars to unlock Darth Vader, and they're fucking people well, up. They right? Took it all off. I don't know if they put it back on. It's been a while since I played it, but um, <laughs> wasn't that pretty much what people were pissed about though? Yeah. Would you have an advantage if you had Darth Vader? I mean, on some level. Yeah? Oh. Yeah. I don't know. I ain't shit about that game. I mean, it just... It has problems. I like I like the game, but it has problems. Oh. Um, um, I did just download Fortnite. I'm going to start trying that out this next week. Dude, I way. got Fortnite when it first came out. I was like, this looks awesome. And I got it. I don't know if I'm ever playing that fucking game again, bro. Really? And it has nothing to do with it not being fun. It has everything to do with, bro... That game has got so much like statistic based stuff and like it's unbelievable. It's so overwhelming and impossible to learn for me. You can't just like dive in and play it and have fun. I mean, when you start doing it, like, bro, on your menu, there's like 17 different screens of skill trees and they're all like 500 different things to upgrade. Like it's so unbelievably overwhelming and it doesn't do a good job of explaining everything. Part of that is because there's so much to explain Mm. that like there's all these different, like there's so many different things that you have to learn about it in the, in early on that I don't even have the patience to learn. Like it's unfucking believable how much stuff there is. If I pulled that menu up to you and I just showed you all the different things you have to upgrade your cards, you have to upgrade your characters, you have to upgrade your guns, you have to collect stuff. You have to, um, you have like 37 different skill trees for each different character of class. And like, so it's not worth playing. You're saying 
No, the game's fun. Okay. The game's fun. I'll definitely But it's try just it out. too overwhelming for me to even take the time to learn. Okay. I'll I'll see. I'll I'll let you I'll report back next week. I literally just downloaded it yesterday. Mostly. I bought like the early access, bro. So okay. I like spent sixty bucks on it and oh. got like all this shit, but like I just downloaded the multiplayer free thing. So I, I just know other yeah. people, like other people, my friends list have been playing it. So it looks so fun, bro. Man, I'll and just like, have I had a me. little bit of fun with it, but <laughs> like, I don't even think that they could though. Like it's so much stuff <laughs> really? that somebody, I don't think they could. I, I, I hope, I hope I don't get that same feeling. But I'm sure I will. I get that feeling when I dive into a game like Skyrim and shit too. I'm like, how in the fuck am I even going to learn this? This is like, bro, there's so much more to it than that. Okay. It's an, it's, well, thanks I for discouraging me. I can't even describe me. it, bro. Like, it's the most overwhelming thing I've ever seen. I spent, thanks. I spent like two weeks trying to learn it. And I was thanks. Like, I'm, I'm deleting done. it. I'm deleting it. Fucking delete it. I don't care. You talked me out of it. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> but um, I, oh, let's, we can start wrapping things up, man. Um, I will tell you, I played some more Cuphead today. That was fun. So try that if you haven't. Yeah, Cuphead hasn't. Everybody's raving about Cuphead. And every time I look at it, I'm like, I don't get it. I, I was playing it with Kennedy. It's a, Literally, it's so simple to I know play. what it is. I just, I don't really understand why everybody's raving about it. Um, it, I don't know. I think it's just, it's mainly the art style is just unique enough that people are happy about it. And the gameplay is fun. It's just hard as a motherfucker uh, to play. Like, to play is easy, but the, the game itself is hard as fuck. If yeah, that makes sense. Well, um, well, I'll leave it at that. I don't really have anything else I wanted to touch on. Let me double check my notes here. Let's see. Yeah, I think that wraps it up. Um, right. Oh, I wanted to give a shout out. My buddy Brandon, um, he does a, a podcast with his son Lane. It's called Howdy, Howdy Radio, The Next Generation. Um, they just talk about, you know, whatever the hell they want to talk about. They talk games, music, movies, um, shit that's going on in their life. Um, I've known Brandon for a really long time. He's a, a great friend. They've been doing this podcast for several months now, almost a year actually, but they gave us a shout out on their last episode. Hey, so giving them a howdy, shout out howdy, to howdy. howdy radio, the next generation. Look for them. I, I don't know what their site is. Howdyink.com probably boom, bing, bang. Um, that's all I got to promote. Uh, check that out and, uh, be on the lookout for, uh, my solo album coming to you eventually. Never. My solo album Never. is dropping. All right, what do you got? Come check me out on tour. I'm going to Arizona, so if you're in Arizona, what cities? Come see me. I'm going to Flagstaff, Tucson, Prescott, and Scottsdale. What days? Uh, it's February 8th, 9th, 10th, 11th. Um, you gonna do another daily vlog? I think I'm actually gonna try to vlog when I'm out there. I thought about that too. That'd be sweet. Um, but come fuck with me if you're in Arizona, and if you're not in Arizona, fly to Arizona. Fuck with me anyway. So follow him at its ends. Oh, gotta look at it over here. It's ends. I don't, yeah, I don't know. Is it? That was on delay. It's on this side. There it is. Yay. It's ends. <laughs> Follow me at Special Keezy. Finger me, finger me, finger me. At Special Keezy on Instagram, Twitter, uh, on Facebook. You can catch me. I'm at Keezy, but I won't be your friend if I don't know you. Um, you can follow us on Iconoclash, icon.keezy.com. Uh, Iconoclash Pod on Facebook. You did. Iconoclash Pod on Instagram. Iconoclash Show on Twitter. Can you believe Iconoclash Pod was already taken? That didn't shock me. There was another podcast called Iconoclash, that, but they hadn't posted since like 2014. So right, it's we'll take another selfie so we have something else to, to post on the fucking uh, shit. Ah! <laughs> yes, we'll try to... Um, I'll try to post like random bullshit on there as I... Uh, find stuff and you know try to take some more see how it goes ah! yeah we'll get some more get some more of the uh studio people can see all my little dumb junk 
because I can't see it on the show. Fuck yeah. it. Well, thanks for listening. If you did listen, you were you were awesome. We will catch you next week, hopefully on Wednesday. Wednesday. E- Wednesday evening. Does that does that sound? Yeah, because I'll be working Wednesday. Wednesday sometime. We'll we'll let you know then. Um, other than that, subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher. Google Play Music Podcast, TuneIn Radio. I think I just submitted us to Spotify. I think they're picky, though. I don't know how. Ooh. I don't know if we'll actually be on there, but yeah, we'll, we'll see. see. You know, stay tuned. We're, we're doing this shit, you know? You bitch you. All right. We'll catch you later. Peace out. So long.